reaching out for help in any area of your life is one of the most difficult things that you'll ever do. It's difficult to admit weakness. It's really hard to admit that you can't do it by yourself. So what we tend to do is read loads of information, watch loads of videos. We go and try stuff when it's safe, when we feel like we can. So we feel like our life's developing. And most of the time, in truth, it's not. You could be developing your mind by learning anything new. So when you listen to my podcasts or you watch some of my videos, you may feel a buzz or you may feel excited about the techniques I'm teaching you. In truth, how much have you been able to implement into your life? I think that there's there's two things that happen. So the first thing that happens is we feel good when we get a new piece of information. We have hope. All of a sudden, that's it. That's what I'm missing. That's what I need to do. And for that moment, we feel good. We feel revived. We feel like there's energy there. And then what we find happens next is that we don't have the opportunities to implement that advice or life gets in the way. What's really going on here is that it's very easy to learn passively, which means that we're not actively learning. We're doing it in a way that suits us, in a way that's easy. The evidence on this is quite interesting. When when it comes to changing your life and creating new habits, which means altering what you do on a daily basis or altering a specific behavior that you have to make it more effective over a period of time. First of all, the evidence suggests that if you have a fear-based issue, then doing an intensive training course to overcome that fear can be very, very powerful. So for example, one of the main areas where I help my clients that invest in training courses is I, I help them speak to women that they find attractive during the day. Now, most guys have fear to do this. I, for sure, I used to have anxiety approaching women. I remember the the first time I ever saw anyone approach a girl during the day and it gave me massive anxiety. It's like, wow, that guy almost has a superpower. Like that is incredible. I could never do that. I remember thinking that the very first time. Now, when I think about my journey sort of 15 years later to, to a point where I have very little anxiety. I've gone through that process of growth and that process of growth didn't come from reading books and it certainly didn't come from watching videos. It came from taking action. Last weekend, I hosted a course for a client who flew in from Stockholm, Sweden to take that exact course where we help him overcome his fear. And it's really such a life-changing course because Once you've overcome that nervousness and you know what to do, your whole life is different. And I think that when you decide to be active rather than when you decide to be passive, that's when your life changes. You know, you feel that moment where you like you decide. I think we all feel like that, don't you? We we, we feel like our life's sort of out of control a lot of the time. And then something happens and we make a decision. We're going to do this. And then, you know, from a biochemical point of view, our our brain 
starts firing brand new sort of neurotransmitters and endorphins that make us feel alive and make us feel great because our body's just about to take action. And that's what happens when you decide to go from passive to active. And on that training course I was speaking about, you know, it's a really effective way of changing your life is to face your fear. That's certainly one area. The other way that the evidence suggests that you can change your habits and specifically relating this to dating is by ongoing structured support. And a good way of thinking about this is to take a scaffolding approach. And everything that that I do within my training is is very much evidence-based. It's like, okay, how does the evidence suggest people learn? That's the advice that we're going to follow when I'm training and working with my clients. So the scaffolding approach is when you build someone's scaffolding very, very fast, and then you take a piece away at a time until someone feels competent that they get used to those behaviors. So that's one part of it. That's the the sort of scientific approach to, to, to building more self-confidence. And on top of that, you have the research on habit formation, that it can take anything from 22 days to, to 66 days to form new habits. And then you look at the other evidence, which is based on duration versus intensity, which is that you you are more effective learning over a longer duration than over a shorter period of time. So when you put all of this evidence together, it suggests that if you have a fear-based issue, that taking an intensive course can change your life. And once you've done that, having ongoing structured support, and again, the evidence on that, setting goals, having tangible things that you want, having accountability, and then re-looking at your goals and re-evaluating over a period of time. That's where the evidence really suggests that you can change your life. So there's a very much sort of psychology-backed way of going through a change process. And if you notice or listen to what I just said, none of the evidence suggests that reading a book is going to change your life or listening to a podcast is going to change your life. You might find it interesting. You might find it thought-provoking. You might listen to some of my advice and it could help you, but it's not going to give you the habitual change that you want. It's not going to give you the capacity to fundamentally change the way you look at dating and change your dating life. If you, if you sort of bear with me and and just sort of go, go down this route with me for a second, it's really difficult for me, someone who's been coaching for 15 years and has the self-confidence that I've created from being very, very low to, to empathize, empathize at this stage in my life to the, to the level that I could have done 10 or 15 years ago. Because over that period of time, I've done so much work on my self-development and so much work on my self-confidence. I've got so fast at coaching people and training people that my mindset so much so is more towards working with people that that don't have victim mentality and what i mean by victim mentalities is that you know you 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 don't play the victim in your life you're not saying i'm not good enough no one's going to like me because with that mindset there's very little anyone can do for you the the evidence on this if you have low self esteem is that you should you should go for therapy because therapy is the most effective way of dealing with low self-esteem, 
aside, you know, you can get into exercise, but you're still going to have an underlying issue. So if your self-esteem is a problem and you feel like you, you are playing the victim, then therapy is certainly the most effective route for you to, to change your life. If you feel like you are or you could be getting better dating results and you're just not through lack of strategy, lack of structure, not knowing where to meet women, not knowing how to communicate effectively in dating because it's difficult in the modern world. Then if, if that sounds like you, then, then that's the ideal or you are the ideal person that I like to work with. And the reason for that is because if you are able to hold yourself accountable by not playing the victim, there's so many things that I can show you that will just, they'll change your dating life in so many different ways. I, I think the issue with modern dating is that most men don't realize what they're getting themselves into, which is that dating apps, the evidence on that just indicates that if you're a guy, you should never go on a dating app because of the statistics are so heavily favored for women. Also going to bars and nightclubs, spending money, late nights, drinking alcohol, all these things take you away from actually the personal growth that's going to attract the women that you want in your life. And then we get into more advanced areas, which is your value. And, and this is an interesting one because even if you feel like you've got really big value, right? Even if you think I've got a Ferrari, I've got a Lamborghini, I'm earning a quarter of a million pound a year. That really means nothing to women unless you can make it relatable to how that can help them in their life. And that's a skill. And unfortunately, the skill to be able to do that is not something that anyone is born with. Because if you go from being an average Joe to making your life a success, you spent your life making it a success. How are you supposed to know the strategies and techniques? It's an impossibility. I've worked with, you know, a wide variety of people from, from students through to, you know, people that have sold their businesses for over a hundred million pounds. So, you know, across the board, there's themes. And often the theme is that even people that have real value, they don't know how to articulate it to a woman. And that's a, a really interesting idea is like, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, you don't have any psychological issues. You just don't know the tools. You don't know the tools that help you to start a conversation. You don't know the techniques in conversation. You don't know how to approach dating in a time effective way that can help you. And what most people do is they go about dating the way they think they're supposed to, the traditional way. And it doesn't work. And there's so many good people in the world that aren't getting anywhere near the success that they want in their dating life. If you're listening to this and you're, this is resonating with you, it's because there's truth to it. I've been doing this for 15 years and when I coach people, I, I see reflections of my former self in the way that they think about dating and the way they look about meeting women and the way they put women on a pedestal, the way they think that a woman is the greatest thing in the world. And, and I, I resonate with certain elements of what they're doing. And I also admire and respect them for deciding to make changes to their life because it's a hard thing to do. I, I recall hiring a 
Oxford University lecturer to help me with my business, to, to, to help it move towards being more evidence-based. And that was really difficult for me. You know, someone that, that's grown a huge following online by myself, I, I haven't had counsel on how to do that. One of the fast and growing social media accounts probably in the world over the last sort of three or four months. So reaching out for help and support was really, really hard for me. And I have to tell you, it's one of the best things I ever did because there's so many things that I just can't see. And if you think your life reflects where you're at at this stage in your life, if you don't introduce something new, the level of homeostasis is going to stay the same. Of course it is. I mean, it's the law of physics and the law of nature. When you introduce something else into an ecosystem, it changes the whole ecosystem, no matter how small. So when I hired this Oxford University doctor to help me, my business started reflecting him being part of it. And it made my business transform into something that's way more effective, way more backed by psychology, because this was the right human being that could help me reflect the things that I wanted to reflect that I could not have done myself. And that, that process for me was really humbling. It, it was really difficult for me initially to, to admit I needed help. And then aside from that, listening to the feedback and, and reflecting on myself, thinking, is this guy right? Is he right about the bits that, that he's saying or does he just not know my business well enough? Really challenged me to go deeper and to rethink how I conduct myself in business and the direction my business was going. And overall, it, it, it's, it reinvigorated my empathy for my clients that reach out for my support. So as I was saying, like I lack empathy in certain areas. I lack empathy for, for people that aren't willing to take, account, to take accountability in their lives. Um, I don't have much empathy for people that play the victim. I have massive amounts of empathy for people that decide to change their lives and to reach out for me because I know how difficult that is. That's a really difficult thing to do, to reach out, to say, I need help. I need help. Just say it now. I need help. Makes you feel better, doesn't it? Admitting to yourself that you need help is the first step. I need help. And then what happens? You get caught up in the river of the person that is helping you. So all of a sudden, my river, I'm streaming down river in one direction. All of a sudden, I'm in a different river and I'm going downstream and I've got to let go. I feel myself holding on for deep holding on as, as tight as I can to a branch, to a rock, whatever it is, because I don't, I'm scared of the change. And in the end, what you have to do is just let go. You just let go. You, you, you hire someone that you trust and you let go and you follow their advice to the T. You do everything that they say because you implicitly trust them. And what happens is you get the success that you want because you're hiring someone that knows that someone that just knows. So if, if you're, if you're, if you're someone that's never worked on your self-development or hired someone before, that's the process that you go through. And it's the same for anyone. You have to admit you need help. You have to reach out for someone that you respect that can help you. 
then you have to follow their advice and you have to let go of the old habits and the old thoughts that are holding you back. And then all of a sudden what you'll see is your life begins to go in a different direction. And the, the different direction is so compelling and so exciting and so new that you just feel reinvigorated. It's like you go through a personal rebrand. A lot of the people in your life that were holding you back just disappear. You'll find that new women enter your life that you never imagined that you could ever meet. All because you admitted that you needed help. I was doing a brand new form of coaching <clears throat> with uh, a 60-year-old client of mine who lives in Indianapolis in America. And he was wearing um, earbuds so he could hear me coaching him on how to overcome his trepidation starting a conversation with a woman. So it's like an hour-long session and I'm in his ear and he went out during the day under my guidance and at the end of the call was in dialogue with two two girls in their mid-twenties, heavily in conversation, having fun, enjoying themselves. It's like it took 40 years off him. He felt alive. He felt young again because he's never had the confidence to do it. I was thinking, wow, like I'm sat in my office with a pair of earphones on, completely changing someone's life. And and what I found interesting about that, just from my sort of professional critique of myself, is that I was listening to the responses that he was getting and I knew the mistakes he was making because I've spent so long doing it in the real world. So for example, I said, next time you speak to the next girl, don't walk straight up to her, you know, walk to the side because you just set off a fl her flight or fight response because that's exactly what I just did. How did you know? Because I just do, <laughs> because I've been doing it so long. I knew by the reaction that you got, I knew by the conversation that initially, technically, it could have been better. And this is like, for me, the ultimate form of training to be able to impact someone's life in such a way where I can help them to overcome fears that have been holding them back for so many years. That for me is the biggest change that I see with people. It's, it's getting them over the line to overcome that fear that we all have and we all possess. You know, fear affects everyone. Of course, fear affects me. You know, when I'm tired, when I've been doing a lot of training courses, are there times when I have anxiety speaking to someone new? Of course. Do I always want to do it? No. But I know that I have the tools and the capacity to be able to do it. And that's really where the power comes from in your dating life. So one of the issues that my Swedish client had is that he, he didn't really like talking about himself. So I was coaching him on how to introduce topics into a conversation. He was very anxious about it. So the only way is to get him some real life exposure to, to the reality of doing it. So we went out and he started talking about himself. And as soon as he did that, girls started playing with their hair. They started to be more into him. All of a sudden he was more interesting. You see, we all have areas where we're blind. We don't want to talk about ourselves when we first meet someone because it's arrogant. No, if you don't talk about yourself, they don't know anything about you. We don't want to tease a girl because we don't want to break rapport because things are going well. No, unless you learn how to tease a woman, you'll be friend zoned. And, and a lot of the information I'm giving you is evidence based. There's enough studies to suggest all this. You can visit my social attraction website if you'd like to see the research studies that we base our training on. 
But what we try and do or what I'm trying to do is give you a closer look at the reality of dating because anyone who's not getting dating success is because their map of the dating landscape is wrong. There's something that they don't know. There's something that they don't understand. There's something that they're scared to do. There's an area of weakness that is very simple, very easy to fix with the right helping hand. I I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It feels like um, quite a cathartic episode for me. I've got to share some of my sort of real insights. You know, you know, I don't, um, I don't monetize my podcast. This is, you know, I'm nearly up to like 400 episodes that I, I create this. Um, originally I, I created it because I wanted to practice speaking when, when I wasn't hired. And now, now I realize that actually I, I create this podcast because, um, I like, I like to help people and in sort of these episodes, there's, there's been so much wisdom, you know, people are often, um, when I coach them, they often say to me, oh, that episode where you spoke about this and I completely forget (laughs) that I did that episode and just reminds me of of the nugget of wisdom that that I shared there. But, but I, I kind of do this podcast really to feel more connected with people. I mean, I guess that's, that's the truth with all of us. We, we all want to feel more, more connected and I guess sort of why I'm sort of ending the um, the podcast this way is because I'd like to connect with you um, if you would like my support. I, I would really like to connect with you. I I feel like this is sort of going from my perspective, but you know, like it it used to be like uh, you know that song where it says "I and me." Now it's now it's us and we, and I think that's the the sort of the uh, the mindset to dating, isn't it? It's like a lot of us think about what I want out of it, and actually, if you look at it from a we, you and a woman, that also changes your perspective. Which is sort of the more I'm thinking about the coaching that I'm doing is more about we, because when I coach anyone, I also go through a transformation because I learn so much from my client. So I'd like to say that, you know, if you, if you want to reach out to me, um, then feel free to sort of send me a a message on my social media platforms. You know, if, if you've been listening to my content or this is the first thing you've listened to and, and, and you like it and you'd like to speak to me, I'll include a link to schedule a consultation call. It is 29 pounds to, to make a personal connection with me. It's a half an hour call where we talk about what sort of training I can do that can help you. But essentially you're, you're reaching out to make a connection with me. And I think that that's, that's a really important area. You know, whether you go ahead of a training or not, isn't, isn't really the, the, the main purpose of it. It's to form a connection with me, to meet me on a video call, to speak to me about what you're struggling with and to have a conversation about how your life could be better. That would be, you know, a great first step if you're looking for support. And, and I'd love you know, I'd love for you to say to me, I listened to your podcast episode, Gary, I listened to this episode and it resonated with me and I wanted to speak to you. If you end up scheduling a call and you say those words, it's, uh, it's going to mean a lot to me. So really appreciate, you know, if you've listened to all my podcasts from number one, <laughs> I appreciate you even more. And if you're new to my podcast, I'm just grateful and thank you for, uh, for listening because, uh, it means a lot.